right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Katie. Hey, Monica. How's it going? (laughs) It's going so well. I'm pumped about our conversation today because it's a really fun topic. It is. We have been inspired since we've chatted with Jen. Uh, yes. She is just such an inspiration. Check mm-hmm. out last week's episode if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, but episode we're, 35. Yeah. And we're kind of uh, vibing off some things she said. a couple. I feel like a couple of times she said um, it couldn't happen any other way. And that's been a topic that I've been kind of ta- playing with in my life the last couple months. So we wanted to kind of mm-hmm. chat about that for a sec. I love thinking about the things that may not be seeming like they're going our way, the things we didn't plan for, and when we can finally take a step back from the emotions that 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 thing is presenting to us, we might be able to find some learning out of the experience. Mm -hmm. And one of my teachers has said, added on to that, couldn't have happened any other way, iterated it to say, well, what am I to learn from this that I couldn't have learned from anything else. Right. And I think it's important to distinguish at this moment. Um, I don't believe that we have a like divine destiny or like that everything is laid out. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm very much into free will, Mm -hmm. but I think that saying it couldn't happen any other way, it couldn't have happened any other way. I mean, it's a true statement because it didn't happen any other way. So we can't change the past. And so to like, just go ahead and say. You could say in another timeline it happened. It happened <laughs> yeah. in another timeline that way, but you're not in that timeline. No. You're in this timeline. We're here now. Here now. Be yeah. here now. And if when the shitty things do happen or the great things happen, if we can kind of say what's going on with that and how can I unpack that to bring myself some new knowledge mm-hmm. or some type of something what could Reckoning, i gain some sort of understanding shit show yeah <laughs> or awesome experience and it makes me think of your grandfather's quote yet again yes we should have just named the podcast <laughs> yeah. after him yeah things turn out it would have been a mouthful <laughs> things turn out best for those who make the best of the way things turn out we can't change it but we could maybe learn from it or just figure out well this is here now so what are we gonna where do we go from here mm-hmm. let's try to make it somewhere good and asking yourself where do i go from here In the past few months, we've been entertaining this idea of, in a place of questioning yourself, ask, would my inner eight-year-old approve of this decision? Would my inner 80-year-old future self approve of this decision? Which is exactly why we are having margaritas right now. Yep. Cheers, friend. Cheers. Tuesday night margaritas, no big deal. Just one. Yeah, we... We're like, well, maybe it's not the best idea. It's a weeknight. And then we remembered our topic. Remembered it. <laughs> and then we're like, would my inner eight-year-old want me to have margarita? And my inner eight-year-old definitely would. She'd be like, go for it, girl. Mm-hmm. Get that drink. We only have one Tuesday night on September 17th, 2019. You only get one of those. So enjoy it. 
unless you're abusing the privilege and perhaps we need to rein it in. But yeah, we're because your doing... eight year old and eighty year old would not want you to abuse abuse your abuse. Abuse, abuse with the abuse. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is to celebrate that um, that we have a bigger spectrum than just this glimpse of ourselves. And so to expand that awareness to, to, to be more ageless of this time, yes, be here now, but also dissipate and be timeless among your own spectrum. Mm-hmm. Is that just the tequila talking? I don't think so. Okay. It might just be enhancing the conversation. Yeah. These five sips we've had. I know, right? <laughs> Woo. Um, I feel like I might be jumping here. Whatever, I'm gonna let the jump happen. We could build a bridge. Okay. But why? When you could just jump. Um, another way that we've I've been thinking about this, we've been thinking about this, is rather like when something crappy happens in your life, you're like, Oh, I can't believe I got stuck in traffic. Oh, I'm so mad that my boss yelled at me. I can't believe, you know, whatever it is that happened, like happened to me. Oh but yeah. if if I could change my thoughts to say that things are happening for me rather than things happening to me just that one tiny word can seriously shift everything that's going mm-hmm. on in your world and it's kind of crazy it goes back to the model we talked about it a couple episodes back that i mean you're changing your thought it didn't happen to, to me you. it happened for you it's mm-hmm. a reframing the thought which would feel different it feels differently when something happened for you. And it kind of like solidifies mindfulness and being here now because it makes you realize like whatever is going on, and I'm big on that which resists persists lately, uh, anything you're trying to resist, you're going to shut down any learning, shut down your awareness of the situation. If you're trying to resist um, a lengthy conversation with the person at the grocery store or whatever it is that you could possibly think of. If you stop resisting and say, this is happening for me, what can I get from this conversation from this person at the grocery store? Or what else can I observe while I'm sitting in traffic? Or what might I have to offer them that uh, is out of my awareness? Like perhaps in Katie's, she stops at the store on her way home. Maybe there's a sweet woman behind her that's been a little worried about this thing on her hand and Katie happens to like see it and the woman brings it up and Katie's a nurse and then suddenly she's able to put this woman at ease about this little rash on her hand. That's really no big deal. But for some reason, because Katie was like open to the moment and that lady was there and they were able to connect, she didn't know she was a nurse. No one had any idea about any one situation, but knowing Katie, I'm just really yeah, throwing I mean, this she example was, out to the wind. You're wearing your scrubs, but I don't know. You could be a dental assistant. You could be a veterinarian. I don't know what you do in your spare time, but I got this rash, see? <laughs> but like the the energy you both had brought you together. Exactly. She was like, oh, man, I wish I could had. I wish I could find someone to ask about this that I kind of trusted without having to go to a doctor, blah, blah, blah. And you're like at the store thinking, hmm, what interaction could I stumble upon that might teach me something about who I am? Because that's what you think when you're doing everything. Yeah. And then you guys, your energy just collided and you were able to connect. Exactly. This story it did not actually happen, it by didn't, the way. No. I probably would have sent her to the dermatologist. tomorrow. Freshes are not. My forte, ma'am. I am so sorry. I am a vet tech, and you should go to your doctor. 
<laughs> but what else have you been up to? And then she tells me about this awesome book. <laughs> but what else have you been up to? That's so funny. Oh, anyway, I man. digress. It's so you. good. No, it was perfect. It couldn't happen any other way. Don't apologize. So true. Hey, this is so random. This might just be a random episode, but I was re-listening to us and I went back to thank you, not sorry. I'm sorry I'm bringing this up right now. Thank you for bringing this up. If y'all haven't listened to all of our 36 episodes, first, you need to write us a letter about why. <laughs> and second, we wanted to tell you about something really cool that we unveiled months ago that we are st- I still use almost every day. Mm-hmm. The lesson is <clears throat> stop apologizing and instead maybe try to say thank you. Example. And you might start with like, sorry, no. I know this is an example. This is not an example, but you might start with noticing how often you apologize in a day. Just highlight the words, I'm sorry, in your find index of your day. And then as as you go through your day, try to create a little mental note. That's every time you said, I'm sorry, why did I just apologize? And then notice when you apologize what happens to the dynamic of the conversation. Like, I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm sorry, I have to cancel tonight. I'm sorry that I talked so much in yesterday's episode of the podcast. Thank you for offering so much insight, Katie. Thank you for waiting patiently for me. I really appreciate your patience this morning. Mm -hmm. There are so many ways to reframe the thought it really goes back to the model and And that will change the feeling it will change the the action and the behavior and it especially if that's with another person yeah it completely changes the dynamic when you say i'm sorry for this thing that has nothing to do with me and then the other person is like yeah you're welcome like let me give you permission for being it's okay it's okay what But when you reframe it, I mean, even in text messages, I can't tell you, I bet I naturally start, I don't even know, just so many text messages with the words, I'm sorry. And then I'm like, delete, 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 delete. And then I figure out a way Mm. to wrap whatever I'm trying to say up without those words. Mm -hmm. And it completely changes the message. Yes. Which is awesome because I don't want to apologize for myself all the time. Right. I like to be me. What message does that send to others and to you, to yourselves? I'm sorry. No. You're not. You're not sorry. You're amazing. You're great. Thank you. Grateful. So when you hear us and we're like, sorry, and then the other person's like, thank you. That's why. And yeah. you guys might know that already, but. Hopefully you've been practicing that too, because it is a practice. That's a great as practice. As all of these little tips and tools we've been trying to offer you over the past 36 weeks. That's so cool. Wow, that's nine months. We could have had a baby. <laughs> but we didn't. We, <laughs> we just had a baby. Yeah, we, we have a baby, baby podcast. podcast. Wow. Oh, that's fun. It's a good baby. It is a good baby. It's always right here. Right now. <laughs> Sleeping when it needs to sleep. Yeah. Eating when it needs to eat. Being shitty when it needs to be shitty. Yeah, but it's shit <laughs> smells like roses. Yeah. And we love it so much that it doesn't even matter. It doesn't. <laughs> now they think we're crazy. Now they now they well, know. They, they know might our have already known. Yeah. Oh no. But I wanted to take it back a few episodes. Um, a few, like a lot. I don't remember when the last time we brought up 
The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. A while, yeah. yeah it's been a while. I resurfaced <clears throat> that book into my learning in the past few weeks, and there was part of her chapter that goes over um, – well, first off, this this book is about um, her like tagline on it is the artist's way, a spiritual path to higher creativity. And so in it, the chapters go through recovering different senses of ourselves, different senses of strength and being able to create because it turns out we have to feel a sense of safety and, you know, confidence and nourishment in, in order to create in a safe way. Turns out. Turns out those things are important. Newsflash. Yeah. So she goes into a lot of those concepts. And one of them I was reading was the chapter on recovering a sense of integrity. And that word stands out to me um, mostly because of the word integrate. And that reminds me of yoga. Yoga means union. and Isn't it to yoke? Yes, to yoke. Yeah. To yoke. Y-O-K-E. Integration is a part of that union. And so we say, we, me and Winnie, one of the aspects of this union is to bring it all together, to become whole, which is what integrate means, which, which is what integrity means. And so my mom last week came up to me. She comes to my yoga classes about once a week and she's so sweet and has these light bulb moments and she comes up to me after Shavasana, which is our final resting pose. And she's all excited. And first she apologizes. <laughs> and I corrected her and I said, thank you for sharing this insight with me, not apologize. So that's funny that we just talked about yes. that. But she's like, I'm sorry. I know I'm not supposed to be thinking during Shavasana, but you said something about letting this pose integrate what we've done and all and that word just really set me off and I was thinking about integration thinking about what it means to disintegrate and then I just thought about integrity the root word of those things and I just love that that integrity is that wholeness and how important that integrity is to to remember ourselves and that word to be broken up like re dash member, all the different members of your body, all the different members of your mind and yourself, all the key players in your arsenal on that stage, they come together, they integrate, they become mm. one. And mm -hmm. that is our most <laughs> integral self. The essential part of ourselves is that integrity. So it's no big deal. Awesome, mom. Sorry you had to share that. Golly. Yeah. That's amazing. She's like, I just thought just you could do something moment. with that. Yeah. That's really cool. But the other really neat part about this chapter in Julia Cameron's book is the she gives us really neat tasks at the end of each chapter. And this um, two of the tasks of this particular chapter on integrity have um, – the task to describe yourself at 80 years old, go into the future, time travel. And she kind of recommends to look back on different age increments, like what did you learn at 65 or what did you learn at 50 and what was good about that? What do you love about your life right now? What did, what do you love now versus like what all did you do? Like as an 80-year-old, yeah. like imagining myself yeah. at 80, thinking uh -huh. of all of my milestones and accomplishments. Yep. And then to write yourself a letter from that inner 80-year-old to you now, 
What do you have to say? What should you get into? What are you trying to encourage? You know, it could be a physical, it could be mental or, you know, any type of advice. Kind of like we asked Jen last week. Yeah. What would you tell yourself in that, you know, in that time of transition? Um, And then she also, Julia Cameron suggests, then going to the eight-year-old, which I thought was so interesting because we've used this exact quote before. And so the eight-year-old, you go back, you remember yourself at that age. You think about all the ways you were whole at that time and what you were into and what types of things you thought you might be into now. And and then write yourself a letter from that little eight-year-old to you now. And I think that is such a great task mm-hmm. for us to access at any time that we're feeling a little out of sorts or want some extra motivation and to, you know, it could be really silly to think, oh, I'm going to time travel and think about, but those visualizations can be really powerful. I think they can, yeah. You mentioned on the last episode about the brain waves going off. When you imagine something, it's almost just as intense as... Is when it really... Ha- or it's creating the wiring of your mind uh, as though it were actually happening kind of a thing. Uh-huh. So imagining yourself at 80 years old looking back could potentially scientifically shift your brain to allow some of those things to unfold. Whoa. No big deal. Yeah. So kind of cool. Just love the 8 and 80-year-old concept. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that Monica uh, had kind of unpacked from this was just like these really fun lists oh. she had us um, or the end of the chapter prompted. Um, so it's like name five things that, and, uh, they can kind of, this can kind of help open up some creative pathways for you. If maybe your creativity is a little bit shut down or it needs a little bit of a polish, um, making these lists can help bring some of those up. So one of them is, um, you can write down five hobbies that sound fun. Mm -hmm. It's not like committal at all. It's not what you're going to go and do. It's just say, Hey, they sound fun. (laughs) Um, I have to... (laughs) Just pull some Monica. I'm looking at Monica's list that she made. So she wrote things like uh, try the pottery wheel, stained glass, and hip hop dance. And it's funny because I mentioned when I read this, I didn't see the potter or the stained glass, but I was just telling Kyle this morning I wanted to do stained glass and I mentioned the pottery wheel to him yesterday. Um, We're what, what's wrong with hip hop dance? You're not into the hip hop I mean, dance? It sounds fun. I'll do that I with just, Jen. Yeah. She mentioned actually recently <laughs> being, yeah, real into that. <laughs> My coordination be like, is she hip hopping or is she hop hipping? Because I think she got this backwards. Wow. Yeah. Um, was that a hip popping or what's right. <laughs> My 80 year old is like, should have tried it then. Now you can't. Yeah. So you just got a bunch of hip pops. Knees cracking, hips popping. <laughs> and then um, writing down five classes that sound fun. Five things that you would never do, but sound fun. Mm -hmm. Five skills that would be fun to have. Five things you used to enjoy doing, which I think is pretty interesting to think Mm -hmm. about those things. And if you make those lists, they can really kind of open up some new avenues for your mind. And then one of the last ones, it's kind of off the side. You probably can't see it, but it's five Mm -hmm. silly things to try once. Five silly things to try once. I just loved that because um, I think I try silly things all the time. But then I was like, ooh, what silly things have I not done? Two things she wrote was uh, crashing a wedding <laughs> and reciting at a poetry slam. 
let's do those things. Can we yeah. make that our goal? Like some put Could that we on like the list. Double whammy them. Can we find a poetry slam near a wedding venue? <laughs> Or could we grab the mic at the wedding and be like, <gasps> poetry <it>. slam? <laughs> like, are we, we're here for the poetry slam? Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. We'll have to do something ridiculous like that to help us find our sense of wholeness. <laughs> yeah. And the bride is like, this is happening for me. This is happening for right, me. What right. can I get from this experience? And it turns out she's always wanted to be a poet and she feels suddenly inspired by this obvious sign of these very inspirational women coming to her wedding who weren't actually invited but very obviously were invited vibrationally through her over years of her channeling this very experience. Of course. I wish y'all could see my head nodding like, yes, yes, yes. I'm like totally yes-anding Monica with my mind. So I'm feeling inspired to maybe even have a time travel themed writing that could just be a overlying theme can we yes and yes but can we start that by saying thanks for listening thanks for caring big time so this week we're gonna do something a little different we're gonna incorporate three thing concepts that we've talked about today and there will be um, a story compiled in one writing session much like last week you got all your prompts up front you set your timer for what you expected you might need you were graceful and patient you wrote studiously and voila you have a story all complete at the end of one session if you're anything like us you set your timer for seven minutes your timer goes off at seven minutes and you look at each other and you're like we're gonna need more time we're gonna need three more minutes so we do that we're gonna give you these prompts now (laughs) dun 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 it's going your story is going to involve time travel Mm -hmm. an eight year old Mm -hmm. and an 80 year old Surprise, surprise. So good luck. We'll be back with stories to share in this arena. So she doesn't have an ending. But she thinks it's going to be okay. I agree. With you. Mine doesn't end. I mean, does anything, really? (laughs) That goes deep. Let's save that for next episode. Okay. You want to kick us off with your story? Sure. Here we go. I don't know, Grandpa. Are you sure it works? I asked as I knocked on the side of the homemade metal box. It sounds kind of hollow. Now, Sam, have a little faith in your grandpa, would you? I've spent my life perfecting the time travel 2000. I'm not going to try it till it's just right. And as you know, as my cal- if my calculations are correct, it's now or never. It's a full moon, the autumn equinox, the temperature is less than 90 degrees Fahrenheit, the wind is to the east, and the precipitation is less than 50%. All conditions are right. I have to try this, son, now or never, and I can't go to my grave knowing I've given up on my dream. I don't know, Grandpa. Besides, I really don't want you to leave. I'll miss you. Who's going to make me the perfect ratio PB and J? Who's going to keep up with my math lessons? And who's going to keep dad in line? We need you here now. 
My gramps was my best friend, and it was breaking my heart to think of him gone. Lost to some other time. I tried to hold back the tears welling up in my eyes, but accidentally let one escape. Though I knew this day would come, it was his life's mission. Hmm. Seems like an ending to me. It's a pretty Good. serious life mission wrap-up. I was kind of imagining like him getting in there and the whole thing shaking and it like falling apart and Grandma being like, just kidding! But, you know, we only had seven minutes, so... Okay. <laughs> You can only write so fast. That's right. Well, that's fun. Wait to be continued then. Exactly. Well, we'll just wrap this up with one more quick story. I can't wait to hear yours. Here we go. There was no way I was going to find my way back home. Well, I guess, I mean, I am home, technically. But like, my home, my timeline. How is it I'm standing in my childhood bedroom? I see the muted colors and the Beatles poster. What was I, eight years old? As I slowly examine all of my timeless trinkets and doodads, I find myself remembering year eight of my life. This was the year that mom and dad started their big company. We never saw them. They were always at the factory. That left me and my brothers up to no good, especially during that summer. Oh boy, I remember that summer. I gazed out the window to see if I could tell what season it was. Definitely fall in Boston. What a relief. <laughs> Snap out of it, Edna. How are you going to get back to that 80-year-old woman who simply took her turn at the latest theme park attraction, the Fountain of Youth? I giggled as I imagined what happened in the scene I left behind. Did that 80-year-old crone just vanish? I bet I blew those youngsters' minds when I poofed into thin air. But seriously, why and how did I get here? I sat on my old bed to ponder what it was I had to learn here and now. That couldn't have happened any other way. Oh. There she was. There she was. Old and then young. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Boom. Snap. So. Well, thanks for sharing your story with me, friend. Hey, thanks for sharing your story with me. It's always a delight. And we thank you, listeners, for going on to your apps and rating and reviewing us and subscribing and sharing us with all your friends, because that's how we're getting our positive message out. Yes, we so appreciate all of you sharing the love. Right here. Right now. Bye. Bye. Right here. Right now.